It's time for Business Therapy. Let's get down to business. Open your mind and get ready for the ride. Good job. You got your butt to business therapy. I'm Allison, founder of Allison's Brand School. And technically, I'm not a therapist, but I am really good at coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hey, boss babes, welcome to episode seven of Business Therapy, knowing when to hold them, fold them, and pivot your content with Crystal Sparks. Yes, I am a new voice around here. Hello. Hi, my name is Julie, and I'm the executive producer of this incredible podcast. And now you're asking, wow, executive producer, is that as important as it sounds? 100% it is. Yes. Thank you for asking. Before we jump into the gold that is the content of this episode, I want to remind you guys real quick about the IG for you live event happening one time only this fall in Utah. This is not just another Instagram course. You're going to leave with specific actionable takeaways to apply to your specific needs, time, tried and true methods and strategies. It's going to be so good and we want you there. So don't hesitate and go reserve your seat today. Now, jumping back into today's episode, you guys, it is so good. Crystal Sparks is a coach for Allison's Brand School and she is just one of those people where you meet her once and you feel loved forever and like your life has changed. She is brilliant. She's such a hard worker. She is so open and willing and teachable and shares so much with us in this episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So let's just get right to it. Crystal, I'm so, 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 so excited to have you on Business Therapy. I'm so honored to be here, truly, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh my gosh, stop. And if you're not picking up, Crystal lives in Texas. And I like to call Crystal my very own Texas pastor. You know it. That's exactly what I am. But also the pastor to thousands of other people, the pastor of one church. One church has two campuses in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, just east of Dallas. So we have a campus in Cattle Mills and one in Sulphur Springs, Texas. I love it. And Crystal and I met her and some of her friends from the church came all the way out to Utah on like a hope and a prayer to see if Allison's brand school was a big pile of crap or if it was something that was going to genuinely benefit their businesses. And luckily, I feel like you guys loved it. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it was the best thing, hands down, like still to this day, the best investment I've ever made, like hands down. Well, I loved their energy so much. So the entire time I was speaking, they were going, wow, so good. Like they were at church in Texas and we don't get a lot of that in Utah. And I loved it so much that I became obsessed with them. And now Crystal and Nancy, who works with Crystal, both of them are brand coaches for Allison's Brand School. They've become good friends. And then earlier this year, Nichelle McKenna and I had the opportunity. We went, we traveled to Texas for an event that Crystal and Nancy were hosting. And so we got to meet a lot of people from their church and see their business in action. And it was so beautiful. And see Crystal and Nancy in action and got to go to church with you on Sunday. And it was seriously just one of the best It was one of the best experiences of my life. Like we were so filled up. It was so fun. And you do such amazing work. You help so many people. So I'm really excited. And I said to Crystal, what's a pain point? Because you guys just moved into a new building for your church. 
Yeah. It's going incredibly well. How much did your church grow when you moved into that new We've building? We've grown 40% at our Cattle Mills campus since moving into our building. It's been wild. That is so amazing. Lots of times with really fast growth, there can be issues. But Crystal also has, you're still doing your membership program, correct? Yes, I've got an online like leadership course that I do um, that helps people just like with monthly, it's like spiritual um, like investment, like guidance, and then also just helping them as leaders in their organization. And so I do that. I have my YouTube channel and my goal is to turn out 12 projects this year. And so I've been working on that as well as everything else. So it's been a lot. That's amazing. And so when you say you want to turn out 12 projects this year, what are you defining as a project? Well, for me, it's like, um, it could either be events or it could be product or it could be, um, I've got, I've written several like studies, like book studies. And so I'm hoping to get those turned out. So I've been working on going through the editing process on those and getting those pushed out, which is, is a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of work, you know? Um, yeah, but you've already written one book. Yes, ma'am. I did. And it's called Happily Ever Happily After. Even After. Yeah. It's talking about living life on the other side of insecurity. It's a beautiful book, Happily Even After. And then tell me about these new books you're writing, these studies. Okay. So I feel like a lot of people like want to have a better understanding of scripture, but I found that people don't know where to start. And so I started doing it with just like a group of people and they loved it. And so I posted a thing on Facebook, like, Hey, who would want to do this with me? I'm just going to write content to help you understand scripture. And literally like in just a very short amount of time, I had over 400 people sign up. And so then I closed down the group because I was like, this is too much pressure to like have this many people a part of it. It's just turning that into content where people are able to come around scripture and just grow closer to God and just discover themselves in new and different ways. Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want from you. I've been reading a book, a devotional book, a friend gave me and it's great. I can't even remember the name of the author and the whole time I'm like, I just want Crystal to write one of these. I love you so much. That makes me feel so good. You've got so much going on and everything's going great. Maybe you don't even need any business Oh my gosh, I feel like any moment with you, I always get greater clarity. And so, yes, I need need all the therapy that you'll give me. What is like something that you've been thinking about or something that you've been maybe stuck around or something that you are having questions about? Okay, so something for me, and it came out of my mouth before I knew it. I thought it was a joke at first or like that I had said it accidentally. And then I realized, oh my gosh, like that's really like a limiting belief that I'm holding on to. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to decide if I'm gonna build this thing, you know, build our church, like continue to build it because it's just growing so much. And we have 13 employees, just a lot going on with that. Or I'm gonna have to decide to do the dream in my heart, which is writing content, traveling, I'm going to several countries this year, all the different things that I have in my heart. And all of a sudden I realized I have a hard time and I hedge a lot the message that I feel like is in my heart that I want to give people that I truly believe will give them freedom and victory. And I think I pull back because I'm afraid if this area flourishes, it's going to hurt the other thing that I'm building and vice versa. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. Kind of what we're talking about is that Crystal Sparks brand, you as a speaker, you as an author, your podcast, right? Like Crystal, a thought leader, almost it's like versus one church. Is that how it's been set up in your mind? I think so. And I didn't even realize it till it came out of my mouth. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think there's an element of truth to that because I really believe in the message that I have. And I really believe that it changes lives. And I really believe in what I'm doing.
doing, like it's worthy to give my life to it. But the frustration on the other end is why when I see more growth, right? But that's everybody's problem. But then once that came out of my life, I'm like, wow, well, this is probably why I'm subconsciously hedging because seeing two things as rivals against each other. I think it's really good to be aware of that. And I also think it's good to give yourself like a lot of grace, right? In order to grow one church right now, you've needed to give it a lot of time and attention to get into this new building, to get the employees set up. Brian is her husband and he's a pastor. They run the church together. So, I mean, you guys, it's a whole family affair. I'm so glad I got to go and physically see it because it's essentially like an events industry in a lot of ways. Anybody who does events and community, I mean, there's just so many man hours and so much time that goes into it. And then you guys have done such an amazing job at building such an effective community around the church, really awesome events that help support the community of the church. And so that takes a lot of time, Crystal. You've got children and you're such a giving person with your time. When we came into town, you would have thought they had nothing else going on. They dropped everything and were the best hostesses. That Southern hospitality overwhelmed me. You guys were so amazing. Oh, I love to do it. I was so glad to do it. I was honored. I was so thankful to have you as our guest. You're very, very giving of your time. And so I think this is something that a lot of people are going to resonate, Crystal, is really what I see you doing is prioritizing everyone else's time over your time. That's good. That's good. Does that feel true to you? Yeah, it does. It really does. Because really in meditating out about it, I've been like, wow, like this is how we are like as mothers, because we're afraid if we succeed in our business, we're going to fail at being a mom. Or if we crush it as being a mom, we're going to fail at being a wife. What I love that you've taught me is scarcity mindset versus abundance. And I've been scarce in my belief of my time to do what I'm called to do. So Crystal, just so you know, you know, we just had our workshop and we spent yesterday, a group of five or six of us just talking about the value and the power that you brought to the individual coaches and the individual students at the workshop. Jade went and Jade needed something from you and Aaron came and you helped Aaron with something she was going through and Tara, you know, just going through. And I just have such a personal testimony of how strong your voice is and how your voice and the message that you've shared have transformed and changed my life that I just feel from like a very personal place. And I believe this is true for everyone, but like I can just speak to you directly and say like your voice is so... So valuable. I can't imagine a scenario in which you wouldn't be called to magnify that voice. Wow. You have such a calling for it. And, and you feel that. I mean, you get up on stage and you preach to a thousand people and you do it comfortably and you do it with grace and you do it with ease. And so I think it's so amazing that you've been able to see like this is a talent, something you very much have been gifted with, but at the same time, growing it to you means you might not be as good at these other things. And so from my perspective, especially with you as one of the main pastors of One Church, you growing only grows the church. That's good. I only see it helping. Now, in order to make sure that the church's infrastructure doesn't suffer, I think what you've spent your time doing these last several years is absolutely correct and important. You've been building up the infrastructure, the support system of the church so that they can survive without you being there 24-7. Yeah. 
That's good. Do you feel like you're in that place right now? I feel like I'm getting closer than I've ever been. Yeah. And it's never going to feel like it 100%. Just like we're never probably going to feel like our babies are ready to do all the things they're going to do all by themselves. It's dropping those kids off at the social event or and your daughter is so beautiful, like dropping her off to go hang out with her friends. Like that's the church. It's never going to feel like it's going to be okay by itself. But until you're able to walk away from it in some regards, you're not going to be able to see what can and cannot survive without you. That's so good. That's great. And so I feel like a thing to do is to look at your resources. I absolutely agree with you that building up your books and your events and your speaking and your podcast is a really, really good direction for you. It's something that you're very good at, but it's also something you're already doing. And I know we've talked about this before. So I want to ask you, what is keeping you from posting videos on social media of your weekly sermons? I think it's me feeling like, oh, do they really want that? Like, you know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Because Crystal, and this is what I want everyone to ask themselves. What is something that you're already doing that you're not documenting and sharing? Now, most people, Crystal, have the issue of they want to share themselves speaking, but they don't do enough public speaking. Or they have the issue of like me, I want to share myself speaking. I do a ton of public speaking, but I don't have it recorded. You have zero excuses because you speak almost every week or at least monthly for the church. You're speaking, you're preaching, and it's all video recorded. And I personally know your videographer, Seafig, is a very good videographer with really good timing and pacing to create one to two minute videos for social media. Totally. You're right. And you've told me this before and I think about it all the time and I'm like, oh, can I do this? (laughs) Let's get into that because that's the thing is you're such an action taker. You're such an executor. You literally built a church from nothing. You have the capacity to build anything. What is the biggest, it's your hedging, but what is it that keeps you from literally calling up Crystal, other Crystal, after this conversation and saying, I want three one minute videos. I feel like for me, I feel bad to ask for stuff for me. Isn't that weird? Like I don't feel bad to ask for stuff for the church. I don't ever feel bad. I could promote the church like all day long. Um, but when it comes to myself, sometimes I have a really hard time. In fact, like I have a joke with my staff. Like if I can't sell out an event in one post, like I don't even want to do it. Well, you and I have been spoiled that way. And that's what Eric has to remind me a lot of time. I'll go to his concerts and there will be 15 people there. Wow. And he's like, yeah, sometimes you play a concert and there's 15 people. Wow. I forget that I'm used to selling out dance parties and workshops and conferences. And if I have to ask for the sale more than one time, I'm like mortally offended. Same. And I think where you and I can get a little bit confused is we feel like we're doing work we're inspired to do. We feel like we're trying to uplift people and do what we believe like God wants us to do. And I'm like, well, if God wants me to do it, then why isn't everybody just showing up? Yeah. What I've realized for myself is the humility and the empathy that I've been able to cultivate with these things now, not all just magically working out the way that I at first was used to them just 
working out has just given me so much more depth and so much more appreciation. That's so good. Because here's what it comes down to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You could take all of your videos of you preaching and put them on the One Church, I Am One Church Instagram account. But is that really what you feel in your gut you should do? No. No. And I don't think so either. And because here's what it comes down to, Crystal, is One Church needs to be able to flourish and grow and move into different communities and even different parts of Texas and maybe different parts of the country without Crystal. That's good. But you are the light on the hill attracting people to it. That's so good. That's what you are because that's what you do, Crystal, because when you open your mouth, people feel power. They just do. And so you have to open your mouth on a bigger scale. That's it. You just have to be braver. And I know you're so brave and you say, I'm afraid to ask her to make the video for me. You are not asking her for you. You are asking for the thousands of people who are going to live life better after hearing you speak. That's so good. Because Crystal, I know that people's lives are better after they hear you speak. Thank you, friend. That means so much to me because sometimes you get caught up in your head, you know, and you try not to like tie down to the numbers. But when you've been in the game for a long time, I mean, because people are like all the time about consistency. I mean, like I've been nearly four years straight on YouTube and I've never missed a week, you know, and I feel like I'm being consistent. Like I'm like, you know, when you're like scanning yourself, but I know that there's areas that I'm still hedging and until I like get over those, I'm never ever going to get the full freedom to be able to grow and succeed. And I mean, I feel like every time I've gone to your workshop, like another layer comes off that I'm like, okay. And like, even on this phone, like this right now, like this recording, like I'm like, okay, yeah, there's still like layers that need to come off of me to really, truly give myself permission because I know it's in there and I know that I'm going to be accountable one day. Did I do everything that was in my heart? And I want to say with a clean heart and a clean conscience, like, yes, I did everything that you called me to do, you know? I just want you to give yourself like so much grace because Crystal, you work so hard and I know you are doing the absolute best you can. And freaking girl, you posted this today in your Instagram stories. The key to consistency is simplicity. And I love that so much. And you have been so consistent on your YouTube and it's bananas that it's not bigger. Yeah, It really is. And when you have been consistent, you are posting quality content consistently and it is not growing and you have done it for four years, it's either time to pivot or change. Yeah. And that's where you're at. Now, absolutely none of it has been in vain. You get all of these amazing speaking opportunities. You've grown your membership, but now it's time, in my opinion, for you to focus on a different platform. Okay. And now Instagram is that platform, in my opinion, for you, especially now think of it this way. Right now, Instagram is in such an interesting place because of IGTV. Never before have you been able to post a video over a minute long until right now. IGTV is, I've noticed with my IGTVs, they do better than my in-feed videos because I think Instagram is giving them special treatment right now. The other thing is that I would just challenge you to go through your YouTube videos and pull some of your YouTube greatest hits and upload the whole thing. That's good. IGTV, why wouldn't you upload the whole thing and make sure you write in the caption, this is one of my favorite videos from YouTube. Here's what I hope you take away from it. Please let me know what you think, what part spoke to you. And you don't even have to create any new content. Just take that content that you're already creating every single week for YouTube and maybe try posting the whole 10 minute video, then try posting a one minute video, then try posting a three minute video. And that's what I'm personally doing right now 
now is I'm like, I'll post these three minute videos. I'll post this 60 second video. I'll post this picture with one line. I'll post this picture with 10 lines. Right now, I'm just in a place of throwing everything at the wall and seeing what works. That's really good. And you have the content. You're already doing it. Yeah, I have tons of content. And I think that's where you start to just feel like discouraged because you never want to be like that awkward person that like everybody thinks sucks (laughs) and everybody's too afraid to tell them. And at a certain point, like I remember years ago, somebody, you know, said, if you're doing something for a long time, if there's no results, it's because it's not your calling. And like years later, that still like lingers in your mind of like, nobody wants to be that awkward girl trying out for cheerleader that like is terrible. And nobody wants to be the person who goes for American Idol and ends up on the blooper reel, right? And so part of you after a season of going for so long and being super consistent and just faithful to it, you start to go, okay, well, maybe, maybe this is like a sign or an indicator. But then the other part of me is like, maybe it's just not the right platform, maybe. But then I think about you and you always say, when the student's ready, the teacher's there. And maybe it's just that the student isn't ready. What you're saying resonates with me so much because... I question myself in the same way. I question myself in the exact same way. Like if it hasn't happened now by now, why hasn't it happened? And maybe it's not meant to happen. Maybe I'm shooting for the wrong thing. But Crystal, it's just BS. It's just BS because it's not true that you're not making an impact. It's not true that you're not in your calling because your church is growing. Your community is growing. Your resources are growing. All of these things are growing, but just because the numbers on social media are growing, who the F cares? I'm the same way. My podcast is growing. This is growing. That is growing. But maybe my revenue isn't growing in the way I want right now, or this isn't growing in the way I want right now. But at the end of the day, multiple people walk up to you every week and look you in the eye and tell you that you're changing their life with your words. Can you honestly say what you're doing isn't your calling. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like if it's affecting people, then that's that's the proof. The proof isn't. And that's what I have to remind myself. Like on at the end of it all, like we're not going to be on our deathbed going, how many followers did I have? Or how many subscribers did I have? Like at the end of it all, it's the lives that were changed. And that's all that's going to matter. I know you're changing lives because I sat in a room of women yesterday who went around the table all saying the way that you would change their life. One, I know that that's happening. Two, I've seen you do it. I know you're standing in your power. I know it's your calling. Three, now let's look at it from a tactical business side. Your product on YouTube is not a viable product. It's bankrupting you. So then what do we do with that product? Your product on YouTube right now is the equivalent of the Netflix DVD being sent out in the mail. Wow. Now, it doesn't mean Netflix isn't a good product. Netflix is a phenomenal product. The idea of entertainment directly to you is a really good product. It just needs to evolve in its packaging. That's a question I think a lot of people can ask themselves is, is it that the product truly isn't resonating? Or is it that I need to shift the way I'm delivering the product? 
And luckily you're in a position that you have tried so many different things and you've really put in the the effort and the man hours and the work. And we know that the product is working. How do we know the product is working? One, we have evidence from what we would essentially call your customers that the product works for them. Two, you're able to bring bodies to events. You're able to sell in-person events. So as a personality, we know that people want to come and interact with you. And three, I was on your Instagram this morning and read this beautiful post that you put about the Israelites, the journey that should have taken 11 days took Israelites 40 years. Here's three things we can learn from that journey. I freaking loved that. And so did a ton of other people. It resonated with a lot of people. Right. And so, well, I mean, I'm kind, but I'm also just looking at you as a business. I'm looking at it as a product. Is the product resonating with people? Your product works. It's effective. It's viable. It's resonating. Your methods of delivery need some examining. Yeah. So girl, YouTube, you've been doing it consistently for four years. It is not gaining traction. I'm not telling you to quit. I'm telling you, you got to pivot. Okay. Now let's look at your resources. Who are your resources? Resources. You've got an entire community of Allison's Brand School that loves and supports you and spends most of their time on Instagram. So you have a big community of people who support you on Instagram and want to share your content on Instagram. That's one resource. You have a lot of people to collaborate with on Instagram that you don't necessarily have on YouTube. Is this correct? This is correct. I don't want to put any, you know, put any words in your mouth or anything, but like, I know you know more people than I know you know, but I also think what is a minimum viable product then to start trying in a different platform, what is something you could get out next week is you could start taking your last couple months of YouTube videos and post one in your Instagram as an IGTV every single day for two weeks and see what happens. I think that's good. Every single day, just you already have them. Yeah. The way that you upload, I think if it's over a certain amount of time, you've got to upload the IGTV via the computer, but you might not even be in that time bracket. These are 12, 10 minute videos. And honestly, the other thing I would do, because I know you have access to a videographer, is I would ask CFIG to edit some of these down to about two minutes max. Okay. And I would see how those start to perform. I want to do minimum by product for you. Like I genuinely just want you to start putting this stuff up. 10 minutes for Instagram might be awesome. It might be kind of long. I'm super interested to see. Yeah, me too. Cause I was uploading for a while, like cross posting IGTV just to see if it took off and it really didn't do well, but it was right when IGTV had taken off. And so it might've been that it was too new. Yeah. Cause I saw that. I think the other part of the problem is they're sideways. Not all of them. Some of them are sideways. You know what? You're right. You have posted posted 10 or so for 10 minutes. I think you got to try posting them at a couple minutes long. Okay. This last one you posted that was on June 13th, that was one minute long, has 561 views. And then the one that you posted on December 5th, so it had, it had been a hot minute, it has 160 views. And that's true. You did. I think you hit IGTV just a little early because right now, something you can do that you didn't used to be able to do, I think it's for almost every account, a little 
little toggle button that it shows up in your feed. And so now your IGTVs are going to live as part of your feed. So I posted an Instagram TV video yesterday. Now that's just in my feed. Okay, that's good. And so you're right. And I've done that a lot of times too, Crystal, where it's like I hit a trend a little early. I hit the trend of digital downloads just a little too early. Mm. And instead of sticking with it, I just abandoned it and did something else, which is totally fine because that wasn't actually what I think I want to do with my life and what I'm called to do. That's one of the reasons it didn't work out. But in your case, you just hit the trend a little early. Yeah. And I also think it's just the length. Okay. If you try to get them to one to two minutes. So back to this idea that you posted of like the Israelites, you hear in writing, you've got complaining, fear and self-centeredness. And I feel like you could either, and this is the experimenting I would do, a 60 second video where you list boom, 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 really quickly those three things and you spend 10 to 15 seconds on each thing. And then I would try another video talking about the same thing, even the Israelites and a lesson you learn from them and talk about complaining for 60 seconds. That's great. Where it's like, who cares if you post two videos in a row that essentially say the same thing or post them, you know, twice in one week or back to back, all that's going to do is make people know what to expect when they come to you. One thing that can hold you back is you're going to want captions. I want captions too. I just don't have the resources to do them right now. And I think it's more important to get content up than to get it up perfectly. But I also think CFIG could get you some captions. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through your feed right now. And I just want it to be 90% videos of you speaking. Because when I feel your power, you're a beautiful writer. But I feel so much power from you when you speak. The other thing is... Now let's look at your unique value propositions, okay? Anyone can hold a camera up and talk. I can hold a camera up and talk. And I think you should continue doing that. But not everyone is up on a stage filled with the energy of an entire congregation with them. That's good. And so that is something that you have to share that not a lot of other people have to share. And so I do think grabbing those pieces from your sermons on Sunday, I would really try that because you haven't tried that as much. Your YouTube has been you talking to camera. The IGTVs you have tried have been you talking to camera, but it is magic when you are on stage preaching. I do feel like there's a difference in the two deliveries because you have the energy of the other. You do. And I don't even think that means you shouldn't do the other one. What I'm saying is from a business perspective, what is a product that you can deliver that not as many people can deliver online? It's just looking at it from an angle of anyone can sit at home and talk to a camera and I sit and talk to a camera. I'm doing that. But I've actually found a little bit more success just with me talking to the camera. That's good. That's something I can continue to play with and something I can continue to try. But for you, I really haven't seen very much of that from you. Have you done much of that? Of like my live stuff, like posting that? No. And I've got hours of it. Hours sitting on it. And Brian got picked up by Goldcast. And what was that footage of? That was a portion of one of his messages on a Sunday morning and got well over 5 million views on it. And he was up in front of the people, right? Yeah. Right? I see you. See, this is why you're so good at this. I can really, really say to you with a lot of confidence, Crystal, it's not the product. Your product is phenomenal, which is you, your heart, your message, your light, your love. And it's not the vessel. You're the correct vessel. You have a 
power when you speak. You have a beautiful way with words. I've seen you do it. I have chills when you do it. It's just not being packaged correctly to reach maximum impact yet. That's it. It's a packaging problem. Nothing else. Like when I went to your sisterhood event, I want five to six one minute clips from that event. I want those fun little in-between videos that you guys created, you know, even part of one because that's what's so fun about you is you're a pastor in a miniskirt with some tattoos and you are going to be able to speak to people. You're just not letting enough people hear your voice and not for lack of effort because like you said, you've been trying weekly on YouTube for four years, but your videos just have a couple hundred views every week, correct? Correct. And you have on Instagram 3,600 followers and on average, how many views do your stories get? Um, They get anywhere from 500 to 800 views. Okay. So you're getting more views on your stories than you are on these YouTube videos. So when you think about it, where is the traction? Where is the upward direction? Where if, you know, from your very good financial person, like where would be the better financial investment? Yeah, for sure. And Instagram, I think I have a hard time quitting things like giving myself permission to quit, you know? So when do you create your YouTube content? Um, I usually batch content. And so like I'm doing a batch content this week. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to go in like develop content. And then I sit down and I record like two to four videos in a day. And then I give all that content to our video editor. I think you should spend that exact amount of time creating content for IGTV. And then what I want you to do is I want you to take that content that you've created for IGTV and just upload it to YouTube. Okay. That same content of you preaching on stage, upload it to your YouTube channel. There's no reason not to. Instead of creating new content, just comb through the freaking hours and hours of content you already have. This is so good. Okay. You have a resource that most people don't have, which is just endless content, a video of them speaking. And that is a freaking unique value proposition. You can be churning out content at a rate that is going to make people's brains explode. (laughs) I've never listed that as one of my UVPs. Like it's incredible that you've helped me see that. It's I think something that I can see because it's something I would love to have, right? (laughs) It's also something that like I talk to so many people and so many people are like, well, what what do I do? Just talk to the camera. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you got to do. You just talk to the camera. Well, Luckily, people have been following you around with a camera. Yeah, literally. <laughs> do you feel confident going forward? And do you have any other questions in no, this area? I feel like so good. And like, I feel like I got the permission I needed to make a pivot. And so I think... I think that's the the thing I've been looking for. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Okay, I told you guys that was so good, right? I just have never seen anyone bring such awareness and teachability to the table when they're talking about hard stuff. It is hard to feel like you've been working so hard and suddenly need to pivot and change what you're doing. And Crystal just faces it with such willingness and humility. And the exciting, wonderful thing that I love about Crystal specifically is you can already see the action that she's taking. Her content is gold. You all need to go follow her right now on Instagram at crystal underscore sparks. And as always, we will link all of that info in the show notes so you can go there for reference. But you can already see that she is willingly making these changes and creating the change. She's an actor 
action taker. She's a doer. And I think it all roots from her teachability. It's incredible. So on top of everything that you have already gained from listening to that conversation with her and Allison, I'm going to give you your three business therapy questions to help you break through whatever you're specifically working on right now and make all of this apply to you. Let's do it. Number one, our first question is, is what you are doing resonating or is it time to pivot? This is the one that I think you really need to bring that teachability and humility to and that willingness and openness and awareness to because it is hard. We get locked in on what we're doing and we love it and it's hard to face that maybe it's time to pivot and that doesn't mean that you suck and that you failed and that what you're doing wasn't great. It just sometimes is time to pivot. So really reflecting on is what you're doing working the way that you want it to and resonating the way that you need it to or is it time to pivot? Our next question is number two, what are you already doing right now that you can use as a resource to build your business. This one is so important because so often we think the solutions to our problems require us to go outside and get more and get new and we don't have enough and we are not enough. And this question is meant to really help you look at what do you have right now that you can use as a resource? I'm willing to bet that there is something in your power, in your resource bank right now that you can use and maybe just apply it a little bit differently than you have been or in a different way than you originally thought it should be used. Our last question, number three, is what are you afraid to let go of that's keeping you from doing what you are feeling called to do? Oh, you guys, these questions are begging for that deep soul searching awareness. And I think it's such a good exercise. What are you afraid to let go of? There is always something. I think for Crystal, it was understanding that she could let go of her church platform a little bit, that she had done the work there and that now maybe it is time for her to take on this new chapter and this new way and that that's all right. But it is so scary, especially because the church is her baby and she has put so much of herself into it. It is scary and terrifying to let that go. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you'll take it. I hope that you'll journal through those questions and make them really apply to you. And we love so much when you guys share about this podcast. It means so much to us. Please remember to tag Allison's Brand School so that we can see what you're sharing and see what you're learning and we can share it with our community and we can all just work together to grow together and learn from each other and celebrate the growth that you guys are hugely, just breakthrough after breakthrough. We love seeing what you guys are sharing about this. You guys are doing such a good job. And if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. See you guys. My man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code Business Therapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.
Thank you.